Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It's like a week away here, folks. Get your shopping done. Christmas party season in full swing. Mm -hmm. I was out at a... This is kind of an interesting Christmas party to attend. My friends John and Pat Donahue... Uh, run the Donahue Funeral Home here mm-hmm. in town. You've met them. Absolutely. Great family. Well, they had their Christmas party on Saturday night, and I stopped in to uh, say hi and have some spirits. And uh, it was it's different. It's a t- What a tough job. I mean, it was great to go in there and have fun with these people who every day they do what they can to make sure that the worst day of somebody's life goes smoothly, right? Like mm-hmm. dealing with these families who are going through tough times. So it was nice to see everybody cutting loose a little bit there. And uh, my new uh, drinking buddy, I want to say hi to Father Mockler, who is <laughs> the, uh, the pastor over there at uh, St. Peter's Basilica downtown. The big, beautiful, you know St. Peter's, the big, beautiful church right on Richmond there. By, uh, yeah, yeah, with all the green landscape around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called grass. <laughs> well, you know what yeah, I mean. It's, it's like, yeah. I, I want to say but it was in a park, the, but it's, it's not. It's a huge church yeah. right across, right near Victoria Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say in Vic Park. That's why I said awkwardly green landscape. And uh, uh, Father Mockler was there. And I was sitting at a table with him, and I was shocked. He's like, oh, Taz, nice to meet you. I listen to you on the radio. <laughs> so we've got we've got priests listening, Jim. Uh-oh. We should maybe take that into consideration some mornings. <laughs> and he's a big Knights fan, so he says, I see you do the uh, in-game hosting at the Knights game as well. And I said, well, Father Mockler, I got to tell you, St. Peter's Basilica, beautiful church. I've always admired the architecture there. And uh, I had one of the most scarring experiences of my childhood at that church. And he looked a little worried for a second. I said, it was, hold on, let me explain. It was um, a field trip when I was going to St. Paul's Elementary. They brought my class to St. Peter's. And underneath St. Peter's, there are catacombs. Really? And in one of those catacombs, there's a, a priest who was buried or there's... There's someone. There's a dead body down there. Sure, and one of the monsignors or a priest or someone's down there. And they told us all this, all us young children, this before they said, "Go ahead, walk through the catacombs." Dark. We had little flashlights. We start walking through the catacombs, and we start thinking, like I'm picturing Indiana Jones, like a skeleton just popping out at me. I'm thinking, there's a dead body in here. Kids started hyperventilating. Teachers what? had to pull us out of there. It was terrifying. <laughs> so I told this to Father Mockler, and he said, Well, Taz, if you would like to confront your fear as an adult, I will give you a tour of the, uh, the basement of the, of, the, of the church now, and you can maybe get over that. And I said, fantastic. He goes, I'll even take you up and show you the bell tower, too. It's pretty cool. La-dee-da. Yeah. So I'm going to be uh, going on a tour of St. Peter's later this week. You're going to be the exact same scared child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Father Mockler, I hope you can you can deadlift a 220-pound man. <laughs> Get me out of there. It was funny, though, sitting at a table having a beer with the priest. I, I was tired. I wanted to go home, but I'm like... I can't. I can't leave before before the priest who has to give a sermon at ten a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, what excuse do I have? Yeah. 
Devin Peacock. I want to see you, Peacock. Devin Peacock is off this week. Taz and Jim here with sports. And we got ourselves a mascot fight, Jim. Yeah, Chicago Blackhawks not doing that great this season, but uh, looks like their mascot's 1-0. <laughs> How'd this go down? So, what, what does the mascot for the Blackhawks look like? Well, rightfully so, it's a big hawk. His name is Tommy Hawk. Uh-huh. Right? So he's, he's just a big black hawk with the yellow beak, and he's wearing the red uh, uh, black hawks jersey, of course. So this game on Friday, he's in the lobby around the, uh, around the rink, and this video went viral. Somebody, I think, was recording their buddy who got into it with Tommy Hawk, and he ended up scrapping one of the fans. The mascot is fighting a fan with his video. full-blown mascot outfit on. This is like the end scene of Ace Ventura. <laughs> Suplex! <laughs> They're on the ground, and is this real? It looks. It looks like the mascot's taking it pretty seriously. <laughs> They're kind of standing up, and he's. Oh yeah, that's real. Can. Yeah, yeah, that's real. He throws it once. Once he hits the garbage can, there. Uh, that looked legit. It, it, I think it was. So just a drunk idiot probably pushing the mascot or kicked him from behind. It would. You got to deal with that when you're in those costumes, mm-hmm. man. It must happen all the time to these guys. And you can't say anything to fight back. You just kind of have to take it silently, right? Mm, for the most part, unless someone totally crosses the line. Yeah. Because there's kids around, right? Yeah. You don't want to ruin the illusion, right? But uh, so when this thing went viral and started going everywhere, they didn't know exactly what had happened. But the police uh, were notified uh, at 11.15 on Friday that a man had punched Tommy Hawk in the face and put him in a headlock. Mm. So uh, after the Chicago Sun-Times uh, reporter looked into it, they figured it out. They got the, the blotter from the police. And there was something An altercation. So this mascot was sticking up for himself. Tommy Hawk didn't start the fight. He just finished it. <laughs> but really, when you watch it, that's a pretty solid side suplex he gives this guy, eh? <laughs> He's got some leverage. And now it's time for the first star of the game, Tommy Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) Time to play. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. Fake news you choose with Tony, our contestant this morning. Hey, Tony. How you doing, guys? Good, man. So this is how the game works. We've got some headlines. We'll read them. You guess whether or not they're a real news story or just uh, uh, complete nonsense that Jim and I came up with, okay? Okay. And if you're right, you'll hear this noise. You are fake news. If you're wrong, you will hear this noise. Failing pile of garbage. (laughs) First headline. Fake news you choose, Tony. A middle-aged man pledged a fraternity, then went to the cops when they paddled him as initiation. Is that real or fake? That's fake. Hmm. Hmm. Failing pile of garbage. No, that's a real story from the New York Post. 45-year-old guy named Tory Gates from Brooklyn decided to pledge the Omega Psi Phi fraternity. (laughs) And uh, when the pledging didn't go how he was expecting... 
He went to the police. They paddled him 200 times in a hazing ritual, he says. He had so many bruises that he went to the hospital, called the cops, who are now investigating the situation. You'd think a 45-year-old guy would have seen Animal House. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> it's kind of what they do yeah. at those places. Next one here. Fake news you choose. A woman calls the cops to help wake up her son for school. That's true. You are fake news. Yes, nice. you got it. This took place in uh, near Flint, Michigan. Fourteen-year-old uh, Zachary didn't want to get up for school. He never does. So mom called the police officer who works at the school to get in his car, come over, and wake up Zachary. Here is Zachary admitting that, yeah, you know, I don't like getting out of bed. I'm pretty lazy, can't lie. I like to sleep in. <laughs> I don't have the time in the morning to, you know, have him missing the bus and not waking up on time. I had told him that if, you know, this kept occurring that I would have to um, call the school cop. And so that's what I did. I wasn't very shocked at all. I was just like, oh, okay, Officer Dan. She does a lot of things like this. She's a, one of those, like, you know, moms that, like, will like, get on you. I don't think I should just push mom's limits because I've been, it's, that's like the 100th times I've done this this year. I did what I needed to do. I would do it all over again and uh, feel good about it. I'm on mom's side. Kid sounds like a brat. Yeah, they both sound stupid. Why? What? She called a cop to wake her son out of bed. The resource. Well, the kid's obviously not getting out of bed. He says he's proud of it. He's like, yeah, I'm lazy, whatever. I haven't yeah. got out of bed a hundred times. Whose fault is that, though? The mom for letting it happen and get to this place I in the first know, place. I don't know, man. Wait till you're a parent, Jim, before you start <laughs> judging. Next one here, Tony. The headline is, a guy named Super Bowl got arrested for assault in Hawaii. Fake news you choose. That's fake. Failing pile of garbage. It's real. 24-year-old man in Honolulu, first name Super Bowl. It's not like his first name is Super and his middle name is Bull. That would somehow be better. <laughs> yeah. His name is Super Bowl and he was arrested for assault, which means he, he maybe has a chance of playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he should be in the NFL if he's getting arrested for assault. Next headline here. Fake news you choose. Tijuana man marries paper mache pinata wife. That's true. <laughs> Failing pile of garbage. Oh, no! He did not marry a pinata. <laughs> that one was fake. I'll tell you what, if you get this one right, we'll still give you the prize, okay? All right. This is the last one. Fake news you choose. Tijuana man widowed after bringing his pinata wife to nephew's fifth birthday party. That's fake. Yeah, you are fake news. <laughs> Tony, congratulations, man! You're going to uh, Palisade Social Bowl. It's such a cool place. They've completely revamped the Palisade at the corner of Adelaide and Oxford. You can spend New Year's Eve there on us. Okay. Perfect. Happy holidays, Tony. Thanks very much. Say hi to your pinata wife for us. <laughs> and we gave some freeloaders a real cool experience yesterday. Got on a bus here in London, drove down to Liberty Village in Toronto to the Live Nation stage, and saw a private show with Mumford and Sons. Ahead of their two shows in Toronto at Scotiabank Place. Like this room, Jim, 
It was the size of our great hall. It was there was maybe two hundred people in attendance. Wow, intimate. Everyone there was shocked. They they were expecting it to be a lot bigger, but. I was the last one in line to get inside, and I was still like 10 feet away from Marcus Mumford while he nice. was performing. He was a little under the weather. They had to cut it short. They did about three or four songs, and it was just really cool to be that close to them, <laughs> knowing that they're going on to play sold-out two arenas back-to-back, mm-hmm. right? Two arena shows. And uh, the FM 96 listeners who uh, were with us had a good time, too. Here's a couple ladies, Kate and Anya. Describing their experience. Wow. It was amazing. Um, I just loved the intimate experience. It was absolutely amazing. Like, it was just so one-on-one. Super private. So private. It felt great. How close did you get to Mumford? Uh, within arm's reach. There were, like, five people in front of us. Yeah. No, like, five feet in it front of amazing. us. It was amazing. Was there one moment during the show where you had to, like almost restrain yourself from lunging to grab a piece of a son or Mumford. Yeah, so when when Marcus did this like face and he was choking and he was coughing and he looked (laughs) very serious, I just thought like, I can relate to this and I just want to like jump across the stage and I think that like we're on the same page, and it's just you like... You felt a connection. It's a connection. It's Now, Mumford. he's married to Carrie Mulligan, it's the fine. actress. He is taken, it's, Kate. It's, he is taken. It's Mumford and fans. What about the sons? Like, were you checking them out, too? The sons oh, were great. Amazing. Yeah. It was intimate. The cards were in our field. Pretty incredible. 100%. Are you are you ladies going to head down to Toronto? They're, they've got two shows, one tonight and one tomorrow. Are you going to see them at Scotiabank Place? Absolutely, yeah. So, when you're in that giant arena full of tens of thousands of people, you look around and you think, hey, thanks to FM 96 on Sunday, I was like within stalker crazy arm's length (laughs) of these guys. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And I missed my opportunity. Well, (laughs) I don't know if you saw what happened. It was was very unfortunate. Yeah. (laughs) Did you lunge at him? We did, yeah. And? Uh, I don't know if you saw, we got kicked out. Did you get kicked out? Yeah. No, you didn't. (laughs) JK, JK, but we did go ham. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we did go ham. Ham sandwich. What's ham sandwich? It's like, I'm going to go it ham sandwich. Delicious sandwich. Yeah. All right. You heard it from two ladies who went ham on Mumford & Sons, courtesy of FM 96, Mary Mumford. A very Mary Mumford. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's a, that was a bit of a hammered Mumford review. Yeah, From wow. Kate and Anya. They did have a good time. Have you ever heard any of those terms before, Jim? Ham sandwich? I I don't know what that means, no. If it's slang for something dirty that the kids are <laughs> using, I just like to apologize. To every, I, I'm a dad now. I have no idea about these these cool new sayings. Yeah. I tell you, if I was a cop and I needed to figure out if a woman was impaired or not, I would get her to say the word absolutely. Because every time somebody's drinking and tries to say the word absolutely, you can tell if they're drunk or not. Because it's like absolutely. It's a hard word absolutely. to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Did we have a good time yesterday with Mumford and Sons? Absolutely <laughs> we did. We did go ham. Ham sandwich. And this is an interesting story out of England. British organizers are apologizing after an absolute disgrace of a Santa Claus ripped off his costume and yelled at children to get the F out. 
after a fire alarm was set off in a building where a Christmas event was taking place. Now, apparently there was another uh, event going on, a rave-style event in another area of the building, and the smoke machines in the rave set off the... Uh, set off the smoke alarm. Hmm. I mean, should you really be having a rave next to a children's Christmas party in the first place? I don't know. Fire or not, nothing can go good if those two things are happening simultaneously, right? So Santa uh, allegedly ripped off his beard and told the children to get the F out. Now, we have the guy who was uh, portraying Santa Claus at that Christmas party on the phone. Good morning. Oh, hello, little Taz. What's going on here, Santa? Were you uh, inappropriate in front of these kids? This, see, this is just the problem with the internet. This whole thing has been blown out of proportion. I'm telling you, these little bastards are lying. Santa did not swear. I can understand, Santa, you're a little panicked when the fire alarm goes off. You want to protect the children, but you got to think about the language you're using. Oh, it's easy for you to sit at a computer and read a story and judge Santa, but if you were in my shoes, you would have probably yourself. I got all those kids out safely, so I think Santa deserves a little bit of credit. Oh, mother ho ho. Here we go. Our contestant this morning is Ike. How you doing, Ike? Happy holidays. Thank you. I'm doing well. You know how the game works? Yes. I'll explain it to everyone else. We uh, are going to get Christmas Carol, our favorite holiday character here on the Taz Show. Christmas Carol is going to call a diner this morning. Spinner's Diner, and you have to guess whether or not the person who answers the phone is going to say fa la 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 back to Christmas Carol because she, during the conversation, is going to repeatedly say, Deck the halls with boughs of holly. What do you think, Ike? Um, I think that you are going to get one this morning. Yeah? Yeah. We're a week out. Ike's Christmas. banking that everyone's in the Christmas spirit. I hope so. Let's make the call. Spinners, good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you. How you doing? I'm doing good. You? Good. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> I'm really in the spirit. Uh, do you take reservations? We do. Yes. For, but depends for when. Mm, I have the family coming in town, and I thought I'd treat them to a little wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. <laughs> okay, which day? Uh, uh, are you open Christmas Day? No, not Christmas Day. We're mm. not open. Deck the halls with boughs yeah. of holly. <laughs> we all want to spend time with our families. I get it, I get it. Uh, Boxing Day, is that uh, available? We're, yeah, we're open both. Uh, the only day we're closed is Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Okay. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Okay, well, my name's Carol. Yeah? 
Which which day would you like, Carol? Uh, I'm thinking Boxing Day's probably best. What time do you open Boxing 26, Day? 26, 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> okay. How's 725? 725, okay. And for how many, dear? 39. 39, I'm going to put 40 just in case. Oh, okay. okay. That's the 26. Oh, is Boxing seven. Day on the 26th this year? <laughs> Boxing Day, yeah. That's oh. the day after, right? Yeah. I, That's a Wednesday. You know what? I'm Scratch that. I'm going to have okay. to double check with the fam and make sure everything's okay for the right. 26th. Okay. All right. But it's good to have that info. Okay. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. <laughs> oh, you have a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Thank you. Have a good day. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Oh, I know the rest. Follow la 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 la. There you go. <laughs> Bye. Have a good day. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hello? Okay. It's Taz and Jim. We're calling from a radio station called FM96. Oh. We wanted to see if you'd actually say fa la 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 uh, and you did it. Do I win a prize? No, but you just won another contestant a prize. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Merry okay, Christmas. Thank Merry you Christmas. for your time this morning and have a great Take time care. at the diner, okay? Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Ike, baby, you nailed it. Really? Because I couldn't hear a thing. You got it. Yeah. yeah. She gave you a nice loud fa-la-la-la-la right at the end there. She seemed like oh, a beauty. that's pretty sweet. You know? She's, she's nice the lady. type of server who is, call you hun as she's filling nice. her coffee, you yeah. know? Yeah. Can I get you a refill there, hun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking away with the prize, Ike, and before we let you go... Deck the halls with boughs of holly. La 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 la.